I am Chris Michaels. This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, giving you broadcasting brilliance. YouTube came out with its most viewed videos, and it is a travesty of immature nonsense and untalented garbage. We've got number one all-time viewed videos with 13 billion views is, oddly enough, from Pink Fong Baby Shark Dance. Oh, God! And then you've got other crap like Shape of You from Ed Sheeran or See You Again by Wiz Khalifa. And they're in literal billions of views. Just goes to show you how awful the music industry is and how poor America's tastes are and probably all over the planet. You also have Maroon 5 with Sugar and Katy Perry with Roar and Justin Bieber with Sorry. I mean, it's just awful, awful pop music, top 40 garbage tripe. I would never, ever, ever listen to that idiocy unless I was forced to and I didn't have any other options at the time. I mean, it doesn't mean that they're not talented people. It just means that whoever is writing the songs and actually agreeing uh, to sing these songs are awful human beings in of themselves. So now we've got Bricks, the Bricks meeting. Bri- um, uh, what? <laughs> I've got... The official program observer, uh, Chi-Chi the Parakeet, assisting me today. And uh, she is climbing on the blinds and contributing in the background, chiming in with her displeasure about how awful uh, Justin Bieber songs are. Uh, But bricks, 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 right? We've got Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Now, I've mentioned this before, that the West is trying to break up BRICS because they failed miserably in the Ukraine with this massive counteroffensive that went nowhere. So why are they trying to break up BRICS? It's because they realize that Ukraine is a lost cause, and they cannot have Russia in any way or shape or form be a competitor to the West. That's why they have BRICS. That's why they're trying to do things in Brazil. That's why they're trying to essentially create another coup in South Africa. And God knows what they're going to try to do in India. You already see the her, the awful, 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 awful things they're trying to do to Russia and China. So that's how they're trying to really compete against this. But with these BRICS memberships and allowing more countries to join BRICS, you are now seeing the massive displacement of the glo- GDP going from the West to BRICS. You've got countries like Saudi Arabia, the UAE, wanting to join BRICS, along with Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, and Iran. They're all slated for next year. So if you look at BRICS, which, by the way, with all of these other countries, and also financiers in the West, the ones that have all of the degrees that are so haughty, they think that they're smarter than you, insist that BRICS doesn't have any sort of written agreement. So if it doesn't have a written agreement, then BRICS doesn't exist. Um, I'm pretty sure BRICS does exist for all intents and purposes, and they are hell-bent on breaking the dollar dominance throughout the world when it comes to trading goods, and they're doing what they can. If you look at these new countries that are trying to join BRICS, By the end of next year, these BRICS member nations will control 80% of world oil production, and it will also be part of 30% 
of the world GDP and exceed $30 trillion. If all of this goes through, assuming there won't be any color revolutions that would stymie the efforts of all of this, then we are in heap big trouble because the West and the United States can't compete against something like that. And that's why you're seeing the flailing about of all of the UAE and NATO, UAE, EU and NATO and US and UK and why they're causing color revolutions and all kinds of discord all across the planet because they can't have this dollar dominance go away. That's how they maintain control in countries like Africa and the Ukraine and, and Europe itself, actually. So that's why they're doing all of these things, these, these militant fascist criminals against humanity. That's what they're trying to do here. And we had the debate last night, which I did not watch. Uh, I watched uh, Donald Trump, I think, which, by the way, with Donald Trump, I don't think what he did on, on Tucker Carlson, Tucker on X, by the way, I don't think it was all that amazing. I think it was just Trump, and I think it was Tucker, and both of them came to some kind of agreement because they had an axe to grind against Fox News. And it worked. I think, as of right now, the Tucker interview with Donald Trump got over 200 million views. I really, really doubt that Fox came anywhere near those numbers. Because those numbers, you can't deny it. Uh, as of what's today, as of last night, supposedly, uh, the just the promo, just the promo for it with Donald Trump got uh, somewhere along the lines of 207 million views. Uh, just, it's just a promo. So you understand how much of a sway Donald Trump has. Don't try to tell me that uh, Joseph Biden and Barack Obama, they got 81 million votes in the last election. There's no way in hell they ever got that many votes. So don't try to tell me that it was the most honest election ever. And don't you dare ever question the integrity of the election because we all know that the Americans have the most safest and most secure election infrastructure ever on the planet. That you cannot deny it. So if you question it, you are a traitorous seditionist and you should be thrown into prison. So we had who up there? We had people like Ron DeSantis. We had... Mike Pence, we had the incorrigible, dirigible, none other, Chris Christie up there. They're all up there on the stage pontificating and blowing all their hot air all across Milwaukee. And everyone is now saying, look at Vivek Ramaswamy. He's going to be the next guy. And we need to push him forward because he's so brilliant. Look at how amazing he is. And he called Trump the most best president of the 21st century. Um, it's, it's, it's 2023. So we've gone through Bush, Obama, uh, Trump, and also Biden. So to say he's the best president of, of the 21st century, I mean, we've got another... 77 years to go so let's let's calm down vivek and uh, before i move on with vivek uh the, going back to trump and the tucker interview there was something that i kind of caught on to with that tucker kept asking trump the same thing over and over again do you think 
that they've run out of options. They've tried to indict you. They've tried to impeach you. They've tried to, you know, stop you from winning the election. On and on and on. The only thing left for them to do is try to kill you and try to assassinate you. Are you afraid? Are you, are you worried about your life or your family member's life? He asked that question multiple times. It's almost like he's trying to drop a hint in there. It's almost like, if I didn't know any better, to try to do some kind of social engineering to get people used to that idea that this could be a martyr moment. That's just my conjecture based on what he was saying over there. So going back to Vivek, oh, what a breath of fresh air. He went after Nikki Haley. He went and complimented Trump, which, by the way, by complimenting Trump, you're going to get a very, very good reaction from the audience, which is exactly what he did. And then you had Ron DeSantis up there. Ron DeSantis, he's trying to smile. How could you ever, ever, ever try to smile on stage during a debate? It was like he had to force himself to do it. Like he couldn't bring himself to smile at all ever. And it, what he did do was just ugh, and cringeworthy. And, and what, the, what were the size of his heels when he was up there? So DeSantis needs to go back and wrangle alligators in Florida so that he actually finds a use for those stupid cowboy boots he walks around in. So Vivek Ramaswamy, he's going to be the next guy. Everyone loves him. But I brought up the other day about Vivek Ramaswamy and his compromised views on medicine and also what he tried to do during the pandemic. And I'm going to read from Truth Press again before rebranding as a warrior for free speech and a passionate crusader for privacy rights. Um, I don't buy that. Newly announced contender Vivek Ramaswamy was pitching the U.S. and world governments on his efforts to install a broad centralized database of private medical records. He was part of a data mining outfit called DataVant, and this outfit pursued the establishment of a single national and global database for all COVID-related patient health records. That's right. He wanted to violate HIPAA, put your medical records into a centralized database so that all kinds of insurance companies and healthcare networks can access it at any time they want, and they can look into you. That means that insurance companies can alter what they do and what they offer to you, right? Because if, you're, if they have access to your medical records, all oh, pre-existing conditions, sorry, not going to work. And if the other medical doctors, thanks to Obamacare, get a hold of your medical records, they can say, oh, well, this person has this kind of opinion. They may need to go for a mental health evaluation before we insure them or we give them treatment. And oh, my goodness, this person isn't up to date with their shots, with their gene therapy prophylactics. We can't operate on them, and they should be put into a different policy with an insurance carrier. They should be put into a different category with their with their social credit score and CBDCs if they were to earn them. That's the kind of person Vivek is. Through a partnership with Snowflake, a San Francisco-based cloud computing company, Ramaswamy wanted to quote-unquote fight COVID-19 by manufacturing a single repository, more like a suppository, of all the real-world medical data, thanks to the production of a national data infrastructure of private and public patient records, all without the consent of the actual patients. That's right. And DataVant would claim that they're going to uh, 
make everybody's records anonymous so that nobody can really find out who's who in there. And this is all thanks to the national emergency of COVID. Nonsense. They are able to find out who these people really are, despite it supposedly being anonymous. So if you go back to Twitter before it was X, Vivek was over there tweeting all sorts of garbage that a lot of Republicans and conservatives would be kind of upset with. This comes from July 9th of 2020. Wearing a mask equals personal responsibility. It's puzzling when conservatives oppose it. But before deriding them, remember this. The CDC and WHO discouraged wearing masks in March. A noble lie to save masks for healthcare workers. Okay, so right there he's criticizing people that are questioning the logic behind wearing a mask. Never mind the logic. How about questioning the scientific data? Trusting the science about wearing a mask that would otherwise supposedly stop the spread, right? We need to stay six feet away from one another. Wear one mask. Wear two masks. Wear a face shield. Put a mask over your eyeballs, too, so that you can't even see. So it can't go into your uh, eyeball sockets. Don't want them icky germs in there, either. This is from January of 2002, uh, 2022. It's humorous that someone would call the peace anti-vax regarding an article here's a direct quote from its conclusion the most important step in fighting the COVID-19 pandemic was the distribution of vaccines it takes an impressive level of fluency and doublespeak to read that the wrong way so right there he is promoting the idea of injections moving along he also says a single dose vaccination strategy and this is from December of 2020 A single-dose vaccine strategy is sensible right now. It doubles the number of people we're able to get vaccinated. Give everyone their first shot now and wait for the second shot later until we have ample supply. Smart move by the U.K. to do this. So he's promoting the, the idea of giving people vaccines. Now, what he also is promoting is the idea that everybody needs at least two shots of this stuff. So what he's saying is everybody should get one shot. We should continue the mandates and the lockdowns until we have enough supplies for the second shot and then give everybody the second shot. That kind of idiocy is what Vivek was promoting. Now, he may have changed his tune since then, but inherently he's still an effing moron. I'm not going to buy this. He's saying the right things. He is pulling a Ron DeSantis. I said this from day one. Ron DeSantis says the right things. He allows his state to do the right things. But do we really believe Ron DeSantis will continue to do the right things once he's in office as the president? The answer to that, of course, is no, because you have to follow the money. Who are the people that are supporting DeSantis? We already know this. You've got the Bush clan. They won't go away. We thought we got rid of them. The Bushes are still lurking in the background. The Murdochs, right? They're over there. The ones that own Fox News and all of that other stuff. Why is an Australian interfering in American politics? Please answer that question. So moving right along with Vivek and how we shouldn't necessarily trust good old Vivek, uh, we can go over to uh, the Gazette. And the Gazette.com, or actually Gazette.com, no, the, uh, he's denying, Vivek Ramaswamy, Ramaslimy actually, denies backing Bernie Sanders' COVID mask bill he once touted as sensible. 
That's right. Republican 24 candidate Vivek recently alleged he never supported Bernie Sanders' led COVID-19 proposal on masking, despite praising it at the time as sensible. On August 1st, recorded spaces, he denied this and said no, and on and on and on it went. So this is just more Ramaswamy flip-flopping. Right. Sanders and Slavitt, this is back then, laid out an argument for why the public should be entitled to receive free masks. On July 28th of 2020, the Vermont senator introduced the Masks for All Act of 2020, which didn't pass. And they wanted to provide at FEMA. They wanted FEMA to provide them uh, the manufacture and distribution of high quality face masks for every individual in the U.S. As the U.S. reports a record number of cases and mask wearing from around the world and all this other stuff, it plays a vital role in decreasing the spread of COVID-19. Well, we all know ever since that claim back in 2020 that Vivek supported uh, that masking does absolutely nothing. Um, and guess what? The It's like trying to stop COVID, masking. Trying to stop covid is the equivalent of a san- it's trying to stop a wow wow <laughs> broadcasting flubbing okay let's start again wearing a mask to stop covid is like trying to stop a sandstorm with a chain link fence that won't happen it is useless masking is pretty much a, 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 a it's like rearranging the deck chairs on the titanic it just ain't gonna happen and then we've got these claims that vivek ramaslami uh vivek ramaslami he is out there and say i'm a self-made man i never had the millions before in my life i picked myself up by the bootstraps and made the American dream come true for me. Well, we can go over to Paul and Daisy Soros's Fellowship for the New Americans. Ah, oh, where did we hear those names before? Oh, I don't know. Could it be Antifa and BLM and these rogue attorney generals and DAs across the country that are compromising the justice system to go after enemies of the Democrat Party? Could it be those Soroses? Um, uh, was it a George Soros that was brought up as Jewish and spent some time in the concentration camps ratting out fellow Jews to the Nazis? I think it was that same Soros family that did this. Well, Vivek Ramaswamy is on his website over here, and a fellowship was awarded to Ramaswamy to support work towards a J.D., in law at Yale University. So he had a little help from the Soroses. And if we read his bio, he's the CEO of Roy Vance Sciences. And in high school, he was a class valedictorian, valedictorian, a national-ranked junior tennis player, an accomplished pianist. Harvard College in 2007, summa cum laude, Feta Beta Kappa, on and on and on, entered Yale. While at Harvard, a uh, presses of senior thesis on the ethical questions raised by creating human-animal chimeras was published in the Boston Globe and the New York Times. Okay, right there, Vivek Ramasalami was talking about altering the genes of humans and creating chimeras and no more allowing them to be human anymore. That implies, like I've brought up many times before, that the human beings that are being altered are now creating cDNA, which ultimately, according to the Supreme Court of the United States, allows the cDNA and subsequently those humans with it to be patented. 
So who owns the chimeric humans? Moving along. Aris Barris and Vivek Ramaswamy make the list. Meet the 30 biotech leaders under 40 who are searching for breakthrough treatments and shaping the future of medicine. Two Paul and Daisy Soros fellows are behind the largest biotech IPO in history. And that is the kind of individual that Vivek Ramaswamy is. But don't forget about the family members. That's what I tell people all the time. You've got all these rich people out there running their mouths off and so on and so forth. Don't forget about the family members. We go to his brother, Shankar Ramaswamy, MD, co-founder, chairman, and CEO of Kiria Therapeutics. Dr. Ramaswamy, this is from his LinkedIn profile, CEO of Kyria, Kyria, I don't know, Therapeutics, K-R-I-Y-A. It is a platform company pioneering novel technologies and therapeutics in gene therapy. Oh, so we had a gene therapy prophylactic being used to try and combat a novel virus, right? COVID is a novel virus. Dr. Ramaswamy was part of the early foundational team at Roy Vant Sciences. That's the one that Vivek was involved with, where he is responsible for identifying and evaluating assets and so on and so forth. And he is the CEO, or he went on to be CEO of Axelvant Gene Therapies. So these two stooges that are claiming to be, oh, just down and out individuals that are living the American dream. I mean, they are involved with the Soroses. They're getting fellowships. They're getting essentially grants to do the Soros bidding. Now, there are some discrepancies about the Paul Soros clan versus the rest of the Soros clan. It doesn't matter. They're all part of the same family. They're all dipping their beaks into the same pot. They're all on the same page. They want a certain agenda. And you've got these stooges like Vivek and his stupid brother coming out there trying to create genetically altered chimeric humans. So when you see things like, oh, we need another COVID shot. Oh, we're going to change how injections are done. It's not going to be just a a normal injection, a normal vaccine, which, by the way, probably doesn't work. Uh, it's now going to be mRNA. It's going to be novel technology that we're going to use. And wouldn't you know it, that novel technology alters the DNA of the human so that they can create more proteins of the specific type. No, 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 no. No, we don't want people like that. I don't care what side of the aisle they come on. I don't care what they're saying on the stage to win votes and win a primary or try to become vice president to Donald Trump. It ain't going to work. We're not buying it because we're lovable fuzzballs and we're critical thinkers. We do not th take things on face value. We do research and we hold these people accountable to their actions. I hope nobody holds me accountable for what I've said in past programs because I do tend to get a little spicy and work blue every now and then, and that could end up with egg on my face. <laughs> so uh, it's that's it. End of the week. You know what happens tomorrow. Uh, that is the wrap-up with Greg Bolden, which you can listen to, fire up everything, and you will be able to uh, head on over there and uh, listen to our fabulous broadcasting excellence as always. Remember, like me, find me, share me everywhere you go. Tell more people, get more people to listen, and maybe put it in some positive rankings wherever you're listening to me on your podcasting platform.